What are the opportunities to increase your revenue and your service level by incorporating disability income into your practice? And what do you need to know to capitalize on a virtually untapped market? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and chief transformation strategist, David Saltzman. This episode of the Shift Shapers podcast is brought to you by Captivated Health, a captive insurance arrangement that helps small and mid-market companies escape the fully insured marketplace and delivers stability, control, and savings without watering down employees' benefits or increasing their premium share. If you have clients in the educational institution or the engineering vertical, go to our website at CaptivatedHealth.com or click on the company logo on the Shift Shapers website. Hey, Shift Shapers, be sure to visit the special offers section of the Shift Shapers website. That's ShiftShapersOnline.com to download a white paper so you can learn more about this week's episode. On this episode of Shift Shapers, we're speaking with Patrick Irving. Patrick is the managing director for Kovala Group, and we're going to talk today about probably one of the best opportunities to easily increase your agency's revenue. And when I say easily and tell you what we're talking about, you may think they're different things, but they're not. They're completely compatible. And it's also a way to increase the level of service that you provide for your clients. And what we're going to talk about is disability income, maybe in a little bit different way than you're used to thinking about DI. So with that, welcome, Patrick. Thanks, David. Glad to be here. Let's level set. What's the opportunity? What does the market look like from a 20,000 foot vantage point? Well, there's tremendous opportunity out there. And really, when you when you look at any company with a group long-term disability plan, they always have or often always have at least one of three income protection gaps. You know, so group LTD coverage, even the most robust plans, there are people and there's income of some people that is not covered by the group plan. The first gap is based on the maximum monthly benefit amount. So, you know, I'll, I'll cite a few stats. You know, there have been various studies of group LTD benefits out there. The American College has done them, Institute for Benefit Alignment. And generally speaking, you're going to see about 70% of group LTD plans out there have a maximum monthly benefit of 15000 or less, meaning assuming a 60% replacement ratio, income above 300000 not covered by the group LTD plan. Another a gap that exists with group LTD is bonus coverage. Almost 90% of group LTD plans out there do not cover bonus compensation. So again, any employee out there with a significant portion of income in the form of bonus has a lot of uncovered income. And then the third gap is the taxability. About three quarters of group long-term disability plans have taxable benefits. So that means, you know, there's, there's another significant gap there. So that's really, you know, from the, the, as you mentioned, the 20,000 foot view, that's how we see the world here and, and realize that, you know, company large or small, there are employees and often, you know, the most valuable employees who have significant amounts of income that are not protected by the group long-term disability benefit. We throw around a lot of terms in DI and sometimes they can be confusing to folks who aren't practitioners in this area. Educate us a little bit about the difference between multi-life, group, guaranteed standard issues, some of these phrases that listeners may hear but not really be keen on exactly what they mean. 
Sure. So Group LTD, which I was just talking about, is you know a policy which the the company it's a contract between the employer and the insurance carrier, and then each of the the employees are covered under the terms of that contract. Some key along with those coverage gaps that I just mentioned that are that are also that come into play. Some key components or, or features, if you will, of group insurance are it's usually not portable. Sometimes there will be a, a conversion option of some kind. But generally speaking, if you leave your employer, you're not taking your group coverage with you. It generally has uh, so offsets for other income, uh, primarily Social Security. And it's, it's sort of a, a baseline coverage, which, again, a lot of employers offer individual policies, let's say a fully underwritten individual policy, a policy you would acquire in the retail market, you know, working with with your own agent, those are generally more robust. They have, you know, guaranteed renewable and non-cancelable policies out there where you can fix terms and pricing to, you know, to age 67. Very robust coverage. You're going to be able to cover that bonus compensation. If you make it through the the underwriting process, get coverage amounts well beyond what you're going to typically get in the group LTD plan. The challenge there, of course, is um, getting through the underwriting process. It's generally a little more rigorous than life insurance. If you think about it, there are plenty of things out there that are far from life-threatening, but could make someone uninsurable from a disability standpoint. So uh, individual policies are great. The challenge is sometimes getting through underwriting. And, you know, it's it's not cheap. You know, group insurance, you know, it's often employer paid, but even when it is voluntary, the rates are pretty low. Individual policy coverage, particularly on the non-cancelable, as you might imagine, have higher rates. So those are the, the challenges of acquiring the individual policy in the retail market. Now, multi-life, or you might hear it as a company-sponsored disability, these are the same individual policies that uh, someone would acquire on their own, but the company is sponsoring the plan. So rather than it being a group contract between the employer and the insurance company, these are each employee would get an individual contract between them and the insurance carrier. They are, you know, often, you know, non-cancelable policies with the same fixed terms and pricing, but the even when offered on an, a voluntary basis, the employer is able to offer two things that employees cannot get on their own. The first is what's called guaranteed standard issue underwriting. So what that means is there, rather than the full underwriting process, employees would just be asked a a few questions and primarily establishing they've been actively at work for either 90 days or 180 days, depending on the insurance carrier. So that's there's no detailed health history question. There's no physical exam or anything like that. So that's a significant advantage, not only because it makes life easier on everyone, but there, you know, uh, for the employees out there who wouldn't be able to get this on their own, this gives them access to the disability insurance. The other advantage of the the multi-life route is the premium discounts. Again, this will vary based on the the case size and the insurance carrier, but, you know, for a larger voluntary opportunities, there's probably going to be around 25% discount from retail rates and on employer pays, they can get upwards of 35%. You mentioned the taxation a little bit. I know there are a lot of different aspects to DI that are a little different than folks who may be practicing on the group medical side or on the life side or even on the pension side. Talk for a moment about the taxation of disability income benefits. Sure. So the general rule is if you're paying the premiums yourself, the benefit will be tax-free when received. If your employer is paying the premium, then the benefit will be fully taxable when received. 
of course, if you know if you're if you're paying with somehow your some employers may let people pay with pre-tax dollars, then you're still going to have a fully taxable benefit. So the key is if you're paying the premium with after-tax dollars, you will get a tax-free benefit. And so that's you know it kind of ties back to what I was talking about earlier. It's sort of a, a bit of a paradox with Group LTD because oftentimes, as I said, almost you know three quarters of the time they're employer paid. And so you think, oh, this is a great benefit. This is a good thing. This is something my company's picking up for me. But unlike other coverages in in that situation, when you actually need the benefit, you're going to get less than maybe you would expect to get. So, you know, there so some employers will offer a tax choice where it's, you know, the employee has the opportunity during annual enrollment, they can select to pay the premiums directly. So they will have access to a tax-free benefit, but oftentimes they won't because there will be a load in the in the premium for the the employer to pay on the on the group side if they have that choice. So another solution is you can keep the group benefit of uh, employer paid and thus fully taxable, but by offering having a multi-life individual offering to supplement that group LTD, you're going to be able to close that tax gap. So here's an example. Let's say you have a group LTD benefit, which covers 60% of base salary up to a maximum monthly benefit of 10000 and it's employer paid, so it's fully taxable. Depending on the size of the eligible employee population, there could be a multi-life offer to cover 75% of base salary and bonus up to, let's say, another $10,000. And that would be employee paid, in this example, voluntary, and thus tax-free. So because their group is at 60, which is sort of the rule of thumb in the, in the industry, the individual disability insurance carrier will allow the individual policies to cover up to 75. And that difference is going to really close that tax gap. So even if you have a fully taxable group LTD plan, you're able to offset that by having a larger portion of individual policy coverage, which will be tax-free. And now a word from our sponsor. Captivated Health is a single source solution for your clients and prospects in the education and engineering verticals. The founders of Captivated Health have 35 years' experience working with healthcare and benefit clients, and over that time, they've developed a keen understanding of the unique problems mid-market clients experience. Frustrated by a lack of control, the unpredictability of ever-increasing healthcare costs, and the pressures and regulations of the Affordable Care Act, these groups have been adrift in the fully insured commercial marketplace. Until now. Captivated Health has built a program that solves those problems and does so with virtually no disruption to employees while saving clients millions of dollars. We wanted you to be among the first to know that Captivated Health is building a national distribution partner network so you can bring this cutting-edge solution to your education and engineering clients that you advise. To learn more about Captivated Health's solution, go to our website at www.captivatedhealth.com or click on our logo on the Shift Shapers website. And just to clarify, when we use that phrase 60% replacement ratio, we're talking about 60% of your gross wages, your gross salary, correct? That's correct. So if, for example, I'm making $10,000 and a carrier will offer me $6,000, but I pay the premium myself, that $6,000 is not taxable when I receive it. So it's a much greater percentage of my actual pre-disability spending income than 60%, isn't it? 
That's right. Yeah, exactly right. And so, and, and oftentimes, you know, employ, we're all guilty of this, right? You know, we're, we're in this industry, so we, we pay more attention, but for the things that we, we don't look at every day. So people in, you know, whether they're in another, aspect of financial services or in a law firm or especially let's say a physician you see your benefits you see okay i have a group benefit you that 60 percent you know number catches your eye that's it you call it a day and then with it the time comes to you need to file a claim you're expecting 60 percent not realizing that well if if my employer's paying for it then i'm going to be taxed on that if i was earning above that maximum monthly benefit i'm i'm not going to get that full amount if there's any bonus or incentive comp that wasn't covered, that won't be there as well. So those are those are really key, you know, things that, that people don't think about. People out there who sell individual disability policies, you know, this is something they know. And so they're when they talk to their clients, they help them understand that and they put them through underwriting and they help them acquire the additional coverage that they need. Through the multi-life channel, you can do the same thing, but rather than just selling one policy, you're selling 100 policies and you're allowing your client to get that access to that same coverage without going through underwriting and with a significant premium discount. We'll get into that in a second. And I think that's a fascinating area to explore, but let's settle one other kind of level set question, which is the chicken or the egg question that always gets asked. I'm an individual. Premium is really not an issue. I have the opportunity. I have no disability coverage at present. I have the opportunity to buy both group and individual, which comes first, the group or the individual. Well, with, Generally speaking, individual coverage, as I mentioned before, is when they're non-cancelable policies, insurance you own, that's what you, you want to be able to get your hands on because, it's, again, it's fully portable. You can take it with you if, you know, if you move to another job, if you, if you're, if you're working for yourself, if you're starting your own, you know, company, et cetera. If you're, you know, at a larger organization, like I said, most of the time the group coverage is, is employer paid. So you're getting it anyway. But if there is the opportunity, to purchase that group coverage, that's something that you should do because probably if they're, let's say they have a multi-life offer there, the insurance carrier is going to assume that you have access to that group coverage anyway and, you know, take that into account when they're underwriting the, the amount that you're eligible for. So there are still offsets in the amount that individual insurers will offer if you have in-force group coverage. That's right. It'll determine what they offer. Now, again, once the benefit amount is in place, there will not be any offsets on the benefit. So let's say once you acquire, you have an individual policy, a benefit amount of $10,000. If then, let's say then you move to another job and they've got a, you know, 15,000 group LTD benefit, as long as you're paying premiums on that individual policy, you know, let's say it's a non-cancelable individual policy, when it comes time to, to pay a claim, that benefit, the individual benefit will not offset in any way. Once you acquire that amount, you have it. It's in the in the underwriting process when they're determining your benefit amount, they will consider outside coverage, both of an individual and a group nature. So I'm a benefit advisor and I've been listening very carefully and I've come away with a lot of knowledge so far. And I'm also thinking, dang, you know, it's a whole lot better if I try to do multi-life because I have existing corporate client relationships where there are three, four, five, 10, 15 significant people in the firm who might be able to take advantage of this. How do I educate myself about this stuff? How do I go about doing it? And in point of fact, follow-up question, do I do it or do I find somebody with whom I can create a strategic partnership? What's best? As you mentioned, there are different approaches you could take. I think it may depend on really what what space you're operating in now and and and, and what your experience level, you know, is with 
DI and also, you know, where your client contacts are. So, you know, let's say, you know, for example, if, if you have a practice where you, you work with a lot of individuals, you're not really in the, in the group benefits space at all. You're selling individual, you sell your clients disability policies on an, on an individual basis. These are people who are people of great influence in their employers. That's a situation where it might make sense to reach out to to someone who has more of an infrastructure and a process around doing these things. Some, you know, all the the major carriers in this space in the multi life market they have their own enrollment capabilities that are, you know, as 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 insurance carriers in, in any space are are limited because generally they're large organizations and they they've gotten large and, and efficient and effective because they do things a particular way. The drawback of that is they're not as nimble and maybe as customizable as always. Whereas if in certain cases to make this, to get all the moving parts of this corralled, you need to be more customized, have more customized communications, other aspects of the enrollment, et cetera. So that could be a case where a third party who is already built out for this, you make a call, your role is really connecting them to your client or to your client's employer, and they're running with everything, you know, from there. And in particular, if it's a very large organization and if there is a, a, a voluntary opportunity. If, on the other hand, let's say it's a smaller group and, and let's say it's, you know, 50 lives, something like that. And really the only people who have these income protection gaps that the group doesn't cover are the top, you know, 10 folks there. It's probably an employer paid carve out situation, then the, the insurance carriers resources will do just fine. And they'll, they'll really do a great job and to, and take care of you and, and, and make it a very seamless process for both you, you know, and for, for your clients. And again, this is for this one client who maybe you're, you're going to, you know, sell one policy, get him one policy. He's still going to get access to that same benefit, but without going through underwriting and with the premium discount. How do advisors educate themselves about DI? That's a great question. You know, <laughs> they could listen to this podcast. First of all, there are, you know, websites out there, but you know, your, your carrier reps have plenty of literature on this in terms of, you know, our website, you know, has other stats on there as well. So I guess you stumped me a little on that one because what I would normally say is you give me a call. Well, that's okay too. We understand. I mean, there's lots of, lots of folks who are knowledgeable out there. I mean, I guess it goes to the question of do you, st- Find some kind of strategic partnership with some folks who can help bring you along. You know, we've got a couple of minutes left. I know one of the things we talked about off air was that only 30% of the Fortune 1000 companies actually have a DI presence. We've always heard that the market is only about a third penetrative. And I heard that back in the early 80s when I got into the business. Is that still the case? Is there still that much opportunity out there? Yeah, there really is. So, yeah, thirty percent is a is a good you know round number to use in terms of in the in the Fortune one thousand, and it, and that sort of holds up as you move throughout different shapes and sizes of of employers and across different industries as well. And I really think a big reason for that is you know so when you sit down with someone and, and you show them the numbers right and you've you've seen the graphics where you show you know here's someone's insurable compensation here's the group LTD coverage they're available they're able to get and then here's the gap that exists here's how you close the gap with an individual policy very straightforward makes a lot of sense what holds this up is the folks in HR thinking hey that's a great idea this makes complete sense 
I am completely understaffed. I, you know, don't have time to do this. And it's even if they don't say that out loud, that's what they're thinking. And it sort of just always moves to the back of the line. And so really the key is to be able to show them that, look, this can be the multi-life benefits can be put on a group chassis if you will, and from their standpoint, operate as smoothly as the group LTD plan while being to able to offer this benefit. And that, and getting that message out, you know, that's a conversation that a lot of people haven't heard yet. So even if, you know, this isn't primarily what you do, if, if someone even looking to start a conversation with an organization, this is a great way to do it because maybe they have been pitched IDI, but maybe not as a, as a way where it's, you know, it's easy for them to do it. And there's a, and there's there's a way to do it where, you know, they don't have to completely disrupt their lives. Lots of information, but still an amazingly great opportunity for benefit advisors who are dealing with commission compression or lack of market and the desire to expand their offerings to their clients. Patrick Irving, Managing Director for Kovala Group. Patrick, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with the Shift Shapers audience. Thank you, David. I enjoyed it. The Shift Shapers podcast is a production of Strategic Vision Publishing and David Saltzman. This podcast may not be reproduced in any form, in whole or in part, without the express written permission of the producers. All rights reserved.